Daddy, I I don't know what it's saying. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dad Sense podcast for folks looking for their financial future. We manage their financial present the right way. This podcast is hosted by my dad, Jason Fields. And the director of Stace Path Financial Advisor. I love him. And now, your host, my daddy. Aw, thank you, Jewel. You did a great job. You ready to start the show? Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dad Sense, a show for family men and women looking to grow their financial future and manage their financial present the right way. We're all about family, food, fun, and finance. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so glad you're here. You join us every week for Dad Sense, and we are so grateful for you. You all make this show, so thank you for being here today. We have a lovely topic in today's episode, financial tips for your 60s. And hey, if that doesn't resonate with you, check out our December 13th episode last year. I actually shared financial tips for your 50s. And hey, if you don't fit into either of those age ranges, let me know. I've got lots of tips for all sorts of age ranges going all the way up to the 90s, believe it or not. Groundhog Day is right around the corner, Thursday. Ladies and gentlemen, do you think good old Phil is going to see his shadow? Are we going to have more winter or is spring right around the corner? It's been an interesting year weather-wise. I mean, we're in Florida, so anything below 60 we consider cold. Yes, I get it. We are wimps here in Florida. And long ago, prior to moving here, about six years ago, I used to give my brother a hard time. He would say, yeah, the kids got their winter jackets out. I've got my jacket out. And I'd say, hey, Mike, what's the temperature? Ah, you know, low 60s. (laughs) Meanwhile, in Washington, D.C., it was lower 30s. But... Mike, I'm sorry. I get it now. I am fully on board with the wimpiness of Florida weather. (laughs) So here in Florida, it hasn't been terribly cold. Now, again, anything below the 60s I consider cold, but it hasn't been that bad. So we're pretty blessed in that regard. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you are staying warm. And hey, Thursday, for everybody's sake, I hope that Phil does not see his shadow. I hope that we've got some spring weather. Jewel continues to crack me up. (laughs) We were talking the other day about boys. Yes, she's four, and we're already talking about boys. I don't remember how the conversation came up, but Jewel was talking about a boy in class, and I think Amber, my wife, said something along the lines of, ooh, do you have a crush on him? And she just kind of looked at us, four-year-olds. Thankfully, don't understand what having a crush on a boy means. (laughs) I'm okay with that, ladies and gentlemen. So I rephrased the question later, and I said, Jewel, do you have feelings for this boy? And She looked at me, and I said, I don't know. Does he make you happy, sad? Remember the book of feelings we have that we read? Do you have those feelings for this boy? And she said, oh, yes, I have feelings for boys. And I looked at her, stared at the ground, just... Not excited about what was to come. And she looked me in the eyes and she said, they make me kind of mad, daddy. (laughs) So I'm okay with that. No crushes yet. 
But I just love the little things she says. She always cracks me up. Sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes it isn't. I would love to hear stories about you, your kids, your grandkids, ladies and gentlemen. Feel free to send those to info at sagepathfa.com. Wow. So we are almost in February, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe it? Not only have we started a new year, but the first month of that new year is almost over. Well, I've got some really neat kitchen hacks that I want to share with you. I think these will prove valuable the next time you're in the kitchen. And ladies and gentlemen, if you've got anything that you want to share with me, remember, send it to info at sagepathfa.com. I'd be happy to share it on the episode. So let's jump into that now. Welcome back to the cooking portion of our show, ladies and gentlemen. I've got a really neat kitchen hack that I want to share with you today that I recently started using. So I might be behind the curve. I might be late to this one. But again, I'd love to hear if you have any recommendations, any kitchen hacks that you want to share with us. This kitchen hack is dice through a cooling rack. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. You can use a cooling rack to quickly dice some of your foods. For example, hard-boiled eggs, avocado. Great way to dice these things for a party-ready Cobb salad. So all you do, get a large bowl, place that rack over the large bowl, and then use a large flat metal spatula, and you just push the food through. You get perfect uniform pieces that emerge. It is wonderful. And I am not a big fan of dicing. That's one of the least things I enjoy in the kitchen. And I've tried this a couple times and it works like a charm. Anything soft. You can even do it with some cheeses. Not all cheeses work. But check it out. Let me know what you think. We're going to jump into our financial topic of today's episode Financial tips for your 60s. Let's get into it now. Welcome back to the financial topic of today's episode, financial tips for your 60s. So glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Some of you might still be in your 50s, and these are still going to be relevant, but you can also check out our episode aired on December 13th, 2022. Financial tips for your 50s. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'd like you to do is close your eyes for one whole minute and consider what would you like to do when you retire? Seriously, ladies and gentlemen, close your eyes and consider it. Safely, of course, if you're driving, if you're on a bike, if you're walking, maybe do this later, (laughs) but you can still think about it. Everyone has their own unique vision about that retirement that they want. You've been working hard. You've been working diligently toward that day. And hopefully you've already put some thought into your dream retirement scenario. If not, reach out to me. I will send you a fantastic book, How to Retire Wild, Happy, and Free. It talks about all of the non-financial stuff in retirement that you don't expect. That financial advisors like me don't talk about. Well, not true because I do discuss this stuff with my clients, but hopefully you get the point. My clients love 
the book. Anytime we talk about retirement, at least two years prior to that retirement, or even earlier, I suggest everyone read this book. It gives you confidence, clarity that retirement is right for you. As you enter your 60s, it is the perfect time to reassess, to make sure your financial plan aligns with your goals. And that's why today I'll share with you three financial tips for your 60s. I have six total, but for the sake of time, I know you all are busy, we're going to cover three of them. So if you'd like to see the other three or hear about the other three, just email us at info at sagepathfa.com. I would be happy to send them to you. And I know all salespeople say this, but hey, I am not a salesperson. I'm a financial advisor. Absolutely no strings attached. If you want to keep the conversation going, that's fine. If not, that's fine too. All right, you ready to jump into this, ladies and gentlemen? Let's start with tip one. Setting a plan. Set aside some time to think about how you see yourself spending most of your time in retirement. Seriously, we need to create space to allow ourselves to think about these serious topics. Will it finally be your chance to relax? Or is there maybe a second career calling your name? Would you like to stay in your current home? Downsize? Move closer to family? How do you want to spend your days? That book I mentioned earlier, How to Retire Happy, Wild, and Free, will help put all of that in perspective. Including your family in the conversation is a wonderful way to make sure you consider all the possibilities and keep everyone informed. I use a tool called a family love letter. And the family love letter discusses all of the non-financial, the financial items relating to your retirement. It's great for those who are thinking about retirement or who are already in retirement. Reach out to me if you'd like a copy. I'd be happy to send you one. Some important questions to consider as you plan include, are you in good health or can you expect to have high health care bills right off the bat for treatments or medications? Will the hobbies you enjoy now still be an option 20 years from now? Or are there things you know you'd like to try when you have more time? I'm 40. When I retire in 2025 20, years, one of my biggest questions is, Will I still be able to skydive? <laughs> Hopefully, I can still skydive then, even at age 80. I've got about 40 years to go, so <laughs> I'm not too worried about that. How, if at all, will travel fit into your plans, ladies and gentlemen? Will you need to work part-time to supplement your income? Will you want to work even part-time as a way to stay active? Once you've put some solid thought into the retirement life you want, we can help. Contact our office and we'll work together to ensure your retirement dream is backed by a solid financial plan that works for you, not something that works for us. It's all about you. Okay, let's transition to tip two. By the time you're 60, you probably invested a lot of time, a lot of money into making your house a home. Even if your abode has served you well, though, now is the perfect time to think about how to best handle this valuable resource. After all, your house is also an asset that can be used to help support your retirement plans in several ways. 
I can't speak for you, ladies and gentlemen, but when Amber and I retire, we plan on downsizing into something smaller. What about you? Or will it be somewhere completely different? So let's welcome tip number two. Do you need to downsize? Using that equity in your home to purchase a lower-priced home more appropriate for your retirement years is an excellent way to pay homage to your past by using it to help fund your future. If you're able to buy your new home entirely with the equity from your current home, you might even retire without worrying about a mortgage payment at all. And ladies and gentlemen, wouldn't that be an amazing feeling? This frees up space in your budget to do additional things as well. And this is something my clients and I incorporate into their financial blueprint. We don't include property as income for retirement, but we use it in estate planning and relocation planning. Many times by downsizing, my clients can actually afford a smaller main residence and a small vacation home. Matter of fact, we just retired someone who bought a place in Jacksonville, Florida, go figure, and another vacation home in Asheville. And they can rent out that vacation home for additional income. Selling completely is not your only option, though. If your house is in a desirable area, you might want to consider downsizing where you live and leasing out your residence for an additional retirement income stream. It can be very helpful. And you can also think about your home's short-term rental potential, particularly if you live in a college town or near a hot destination or major sporting venue, for example. Visitors, they'll often pay a premium to rent homes for vacation, graduations, or championship weekends. A good realtor can help you evaluate the different options available for your home. I know quite a few fantastic realtors all over the country that I'd be happy to recommend. Reach out if you're looking for someone or... You can contact our offices, ladies and gentlemen. We'll review how your home equity can potentially contribute to your financial situation today. We'd be happy to help. So, ladies and gentlemen, I think we should conclude today's episode with tip three. As you head into the years leading up to your retirement, it's important to think holistically. For example, we want to make sure that you're not only planning for the vacations of your dreams, but that you're also doing everything you can to protect your legacy your family, your loved ones. And this is where the third tip comes into play, protecting your loved ones. Now, I'll admit that it's not a fun exercise, not fun at all. I've done it before and I can't stand it. But updating your will, updating your beneficiaries can protect you and your family down the road. Your advisor should be doing this with you at least annually when you review your accounts, your investments, your overall plan in detail. Circumstances change. Life happens. So making a note on your calendar to do this every year is a good way to stay on top of it. And keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that in most states, the beneficiaries you list directly on the account will supersede those listed in your will. So be sure to keep those updated as well. Now, long ago in my days with a former company that I will not name, (laughs) I just can't do it. I had a situation where I called a client every week for three months. He had just gotten married. He was older. He had heart problems. His ex-wife was still on all of his retirement accounts. And guess what happened? Unfortunately, he passed away 
Very great man. I enjoyed his company very much. Very sad that he's gone. What do you think happened to his assets? Yeah, they went to his ex-wife, not his current wife. Now, I don't recall the outcome because coincidentally, I left that firm to start SagePath, but I do know that his current wife had to go through tedious litigation to even try to get those assets transferred to her. So it is so important, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you update your beneficiaries. Please, please, please. Also, if you haven't done so yet, consider establishing a trust. It's not just for the wealthy. A trust is a useful legal document that can help your loved ones avoid probate, protect the privacy of the trust owner and beneficiaries, and potentially minimize estate taxes. Like I said, trusts aren't just for the rich. Amber and I have a trust. If your net worth is at least $100,000 and you own real estate, then a trust may make sense. And if you're still not sure if a trust is right for you or if you simply have questions about estate planning, contact our office today. We'll review your specific circumstances and we'll try to help you as best we can. Wow. A lot to consider, ladies and gentlemen. Those were financial tips for your 60s. A lot to consider. And ladies and gentlemen, while you're busy taking all of it into consideration, think about it. How ready are you for retirement? Seriously, think about it. Not how ready you think you are, but how ready are you to make that jump? It's incredibly important to be prepared. Schedule some time with us to discuss your current situation and we can help you see how financially prepared you are to leave the workforce. Ladies and gentlemen, you all are amazing. Thank you for sticking around. I appreciate all of you. Be well. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, it's me, Santa Claus. Otherwise known as Old Saint Sage Pat. Jason has me on payroll so his three-year-old daughter can get all the hot toys ahead of schedule. I'm visiting from the North Pole so I can read the disclosures. We don't want to irritate regulators now, do we? Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation. FSC member, FINRA SIPC. FSC is separately owned and other entities that are marketing products or services referenced to our independent FSC. Jason Fuchs, Amber Fuchs, and SagePath Financial Advisors are unaffiliated. Ho, ho, ho! 